John Carter, and you are listening to The 919, the only podcast dedicated to telling the stories of the over 1.5 million people living within the Triangle. So I'm really pumped about today's show, actually. I talked with Maggie Kane, who is the executive director of A Place at the Table. Um, some of you might have heard about this. this is actually, this restaurant was supposed to open about one or two years ago. Uh, on Hillsborough, but there was a location change and then a, a delay, but it's finally open. I think it opened on January 8th, and it's on Hargett Street in downtown Raleigh. This is the Triangle's first pay-what-you-can restaurant. So very interesting kind of format. There's similar restaurants throughout the country, but not that many. Actually, the closest one would be in Boone, North Carolina. So Maggie is an NC State alum. She's joined by a really cool team that actually we get into talking about, and I think her perspective, and we're only two weeks into the restaurant being open, but I think a place at the table is pretty special. So as always, if you think you're interesting or you know someone who is making an impact and transforming the 919 for the better, uh, let me know. Email me at the919podcast at gmail.com or connect with the show via Twitter or Facebook. Um, that being said, let's get started. All right, so I'm here on location at a place at the table with Maggie Kane. Yes. Executive Director of the restaurant. Maggie, thanks for being on the 919. Thanks for having me. Sure. So um, so before getting into what a place at the table is, actually, is there an abbreviation for that? Is it just the table or? Table Raleigh is, table what, we've, Raleigh. is what we've been saying. That's and, cool. And it's our, it's our handle on social media. Okay, we'll go with Table, yeah. table Raleigh. Um, so before getting into that, I wanted to let listeners get to know you and myself, get to know you more. So maybe introduce yourself, what you're about, how you ended up in the triangle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Take it away. Um, sure. Um, like uh, he said, I'm, I'm Maggie Kane. I'm the executive director of A Place at the Table. I uh, grew up in Raleigh, been here for 27 years, and I went to NC State. I, go pack. Uh, yeah, go pack. <laughs> Um, playing right now, actually, I think. Um, we, I went to NC State and I graduated with um, international studies degree, Italian and business. Um, so did not think I'd be doing what I'm doing now. I, um, I, I started to get involved in the nonprofit world while I was in college and I worked with people on the margins and people experiencing homelessness. And um, from then, I, I knew that that's where I needed to be. I knew that I needed to work in nonprofits and work with people here locally, um, at least for now. Yeah. So that's kind of, I don't know what else you want to know about me. But no, and it says on the bio on the website you eat a lot of peanut butter. So. I love peanut butter, especially <laughs> crunchy. Um, what, what brand What brand are you about? Um, I'm definitely a Whole Foods um, where you where you, um, oh, you, you spin it yourself. It. Yeah, yeah um, I know, it's spoiled. That's what it sounds like. But um, I'm a crunchy peanut butter. Also Trader Joe's, they have, the, yes, they have some of the yes. best kind. I did recently get into cashew butter, though. It's, yeah, it's actually pretty good. So I've heard of almond butter. Of course, I mean, I'm sure they can make butter out of just about anything. Anyone, but, yeah. Uh, cashew butter, okay. Yeah, it's pretty Interesting. good. <laughs> so thank you for that. So for those who aren't aware, what is a place at the table? 
Yeah, Place of the Table is a pay-what-you-can nonprofit restaurant that just opened in Raleigh. Um, we are so jazzed and pumped. It's been awesome. We've been open for two weeks today, hence why I sound really exhausted. <laughs> um, we, um, I know pay-what-you-can is, is a little interesting. It's a different concept, um, and nonprofit is a different, is a, a nonprofit restaurant is a different concept. Um, I've, I've heard the from a lot of restaurant owners that all restaurants are pretty much Nonprofit because they they all have a a high percentage to fail um, in the first couple of years, but um, we we yeah so we we are a nonprofit. Um, what pay what you can means is that anyone can come into our cafe, into our restaurant, and pay what they can. So that you can pay the suggested price. Everything on our menu is a suggested price. You can pay more, and that means you pay it forward for someone else, either through our tip line. So just like you would at any restaurant um, or cafe or coffee shop, you would tip. Um, instead of a tip, it's a donation for someone else. Um, you can buy meal tokens for people. These are $10 meal tokens. You can take these tokens with you. They're, they're actual tokens, little uh, wooden chips, okay. um, like a poker chip. You would take it with you and you could give it to someone who's in need. You could also give it to a friend and use it use it similarly as, as a gift card. Um, and and okay. they can come in for a $10 meal. Um, but, uh, you know, around a $10 meal. But you can use that and buy it for someone else. You can also leave it with us and we can make sure that someone, someone who can't afford their meal gets that. Um, you can pay a little bit less or you can pay by volunteering with us. Um, so again, there are four different options. Um, if you can't pay anything, you do volunteer with us. Uh, we, and that's not because we want to force you to, to work, um, but we think we're a hand up versus a hand out. Our main mission is to provide community and healthy food for all regardless of means. So community, we, you know, it, it's number one because we build community through food, um, through our, our great menu, and through um, volunteering and, and working together. Wow. You said you were tired, and that was a fantastic answer, I don't know so. about that. I tend to ramble a little no, bit. No, that, that's fantastic. Um, how long has the restaurant been open at this point? Two weeks. Two weeks. Um, okay, two going weeks. strong. That's yeah. great. So we are, are, a place at the table has been around for three years. We, we launched three years ago thinking we had a location off of Hillsborough Street. That location actually ended up falling through. It was right near NC State's campus, right? right? near NC State's, right near um, where the Target next to the target oh the, uh, bowling um, the new alley. target yeah yeah the mm, bowling alley when i was in school <laughs> right in school right um that we were going to be right there and that building has still never never been built it, there's still a crane sitting there mm. um but it's great because we now know we're supposed to be here it's a perfect spot for us we um for the past three years we've also been popping up um really in the, it may, mainly in the past year we've popped up in restaurants like buku and soka and 18 seaboard and nofo uh and we've popped our concept up um once a month on us on a saturday for brunch so we've had people come sit at the table, um, order whatever they want, and then pay what you can. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And now you actually have a physical now location? Now we have a physical so. location. It's been two weeks, and it's been, it's been awesome. We've had tons of great people come and see us. We've, we've served probably 200 people every day, and it's been wow. nonstop around the clock. All, all, of, all of my staff is, is working 12-hour days, so <laughs> it's been nuts. So that's awesome. So reading on the website, um, the problem um, is that people are separated, I'm just reading this, by demographics, economics, beliefs, backgrounds, a lack of, and lack of uh, space where all are welcome. So maybe explain this more. Why aren't fast food or fast casual restaurants uh, cutting it? Mm -hmm. 
so we, you know, in Raleigh and, and everywhere, we have a lot of great restaurants. I'm a foodie, so we have a lot of good, good places to eat here. Uh, we have a lot of great places for people in need as well. Um, so we do have great soup kitchens. We have great food banks. And like I just said, we have great restaurants. Right. We don't have a place where welcomes both parties together. Um, there, there's no place for, for people... Um, of all different means to come together. And so we really, you know, that's, a, that's our main point is we, we have a large community table at a place at the table um, where people can sit together and people can have conversation. Even in the past two weeks, we've seen people, you know, we've had one person who is experiencing homelessness. We've had one person who's a professor at NC State. Uh, we've had one person who is a student all sit together. They never would have crossed paths if right, it wasn't right. for a place at the table, if it wasn't. And, I'm not saying that to toot our own horn, but if it wasn't... You're allowed to. So. Oh, no, I don't know about that. I shouldn't. But um, if, if there wasn't this common space where people could sit together and, and say, hey, what you know, where are you from? And realize that they're both from Raleigh. They both grew up here. They both probably grew up in a similar area. Um, and realize that we have more in common than we think. Um, food does that. The community table does that. And, and food does that because it's the, it's the one thing we all have in common. You know, we may have different um, economic means. We may come from different backgrounds. But we all eat and we all love to eat. Um, so, you know, I think restaurants and, and soup kitchens, they definitely separate us because you don't yeah. see people with money eating in soup kitchens and you don't see people without money eating in restaurants. That's a really good point because uh, I think – it would turn a lot of people away if, if there weren't other options uh, for payment. So. Yeah. Or like, we didn't even discussed you should accept Bitcoin with a. <laughs> that would be awesome. We just applied for a grant for someone who, who is giving away is selling all their Bitcoin. So I mean, like wow. hundreds of millions of Bitcoins I'll, or something. I'll take some. Yeah. I know. I know. We applied for a grant. So let's see if they want to give us some of their Bitcoins. Um, so looking at the, some like two stats I see that are pretty prominent on the websites. Um, one in seven people lack reliable access to sufficient quantities of food. And even in America, you, I mean, people are, I think, surprised about that because we look and see all this prosperity. And, but um, and that's, that's real. And then one in five, maybe you could explain this. One in five people are experiencing loneliness. And that just mm -hmm. it is what it is, mm -hmm. 20, 20%? Yeah. 20%, so. yeah. Um, so we, yeah, those are the two stats we use. Um, one in seven people are food insecure. Um, and and what it's so surreal because it's so unreal because you know you you sit at a table at a restaurant and there might be six of you or seven of you that one in seven of you in wake county are could be experiencing that that food insecurity um and that's just that's such a high number uh especially because we don't see that here in in raleigh downtown raleigh is booming and you, you barely see the poverty that exists. Um, and you might not even know that some of the people in your life are food insecure. Um, we talk about NC State a lot because NC State has, I mean, thousands of people who are food insecure. And people think it's just students. It's not just students. It, it, it may be students that you don't know are, in, are food insecure um, and are eating ramen in their room <laughs> because, food, because meal plans are expensive. Right. Um, but also staff. Um, if you are, are making minimum wage and working 30 hours a week, you are food insecure. You cannot survive on that. Um, and so we want to be that place for people. If, if your paycheck runs out, come here. You know you can have a good meal. Um, the, the loneliness factor is, is so real. Um, you can just see. We, we have, well, I, in my own personal life, I have 
50 people I could call right now and they could talk to me about about different things I could I could vent to them I could rely on them to to come and see me and, and help me out with help me out with the situation a lot of people don't have people um, if, if I always think of this when I go into the grocery store and there's someone in front of me in line and they and I'm frustrated I'm ready to get out of there and there, there's the person in front of you who's talking to the cashier and keeps talking and keeps talking. If you think about it, that's probably the only person they've talked to all day. And it might be the only person they've talked to all week. Um, and, and loneliness is real if you don't have people in your life. And so we also wanna be that place that people can have that conversation. People can come and find their people here. Um, right now we have a guy, he comes in every, two weeks now, I mean, granted, sure. but for two weeks he's been here every single day. Wow. And I can tell you that he comes not because of the food. He can find food somewhere. But he comes because he wants a community. He wants to be around people that welcome him and say, hey, like you're, you are a part of this family. You're a part of the Table Raleigh family. Come on, um, come volunteer with us, come, come be a part of it. Um, and so we check in with him. And, and I, he didn't show up one day last week and I was worried about him. Yeah. Because now he's a part of our community. Right. And he right. feels valued, he feels dignified. And that's awesome. Here. And that's just in two weeks. So in two weeks. Looking forward so to a lot of I'm cool so ex Exactly. I'm so excited to see, to see those stories in the next couple of years. So how did you get involved? Uh, you mentioned nonprofits, mm -hmm. and you've lived in Raleigh or the Triangle mm -hmm. at least your whole life. Um, so, yeah, how did you get involved in Table Raleigh? Sure. Um, so I was working with a nonprofit in Raleigh called Love Wins Ministries, and we were working with people on the margins. We were a day shelter. People came in, um, got a cup of coffee, got out of the, the climate. Um, it was a great place to be, and, and people really felt like they had a place. Um, but I was also going to different soup kitchens and, and food banks with people. And, and realizing that um, there was no dignity, there was no, you know, you had no choice in what you were eating. Uh, again, not that there's anything wrong with it, that's, that's the only thing they can do um, right. with what they have. But, uh, you know, you're, we were rushed along the line, then we were sat down at a table and we had 10 minutes to eat and we didn't even get to choose what we wanted to eat. Um, and so I, I realized then that there needed to be another place. Um, so we started researching nonprofit restaurants. Um, and, I, and I found the, the Pay What You Can model through the One World Everybody Eats Foundation. Um, there are over 60 of these Pay What You Can cafes across the country um, yeah. in all different cities, all different towns. All the cafes are different. They, they all, you know, some are open for dinner, some are open for lunch. Some are, um, they just are all different. They all have different names. We're not, we're not the same. Not everyone is a place at the table. None, 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 other, sorry, excuse me. No oh. other cafe is a place at the table. Um, but we all share this similar pay what you can model. And so I went, I found the closest one, which was in Boone, North Carolina. Okay. And I went up and saw them and met them and volunteered with them a few times and then kept going back and saying, okay, this is exactly what we need to do. It works in Boone. It can work in downtown Raleigh. Um, three years later, here we are. But, um, I, you know, I, I look back and I think, wow, I, I can't believe I actually thought when I went to see the one in Boone that, Okay, yeah, I'm gonna open this, and I'm gonna open it quickly, and is I'm gonna do it. Is this your idea? Is this your? It, it, yeah, this is my. This is kind of my project. I've had amazing, amazing people get involved. It, it's not just me at all. Um, I'm the the silly one who said out loud, "Let's do this," <laughs> but um, but so many people from day one were interested in it and were passionate about it, and and this people ask me all the time, "How did how did you do this at age 24? How did you do this? Um, or how, why did you start it?" Um, and 
I'm not 24 now, but um, <laughs> why did you say you could do this? And I said, because of the people that got involved. I mean, I, yeah. I can't tell you the amount of good people in Raleigh there are. 2,400 calories, 12 donuts, 5 miles, 1 hour. The 14th annual Krispy Kreme Challenge will be held February 3rd, 2018 at the NC State Memorial Bell Tower at 8 a.m. As NC State's largest student tradition, the Krispy Kreme Challenge has raised more than $1.3 million for the UNC Children's Hospital and has pledged to bring its cumulative donation to $2 million by 2020. You can learn more about the race and sign up at www.krispykremechallenge.com. Use the promo code THE919 for 10% off registration. That's, that's awesome. Uh, that's actually another question I was going to ask is how many were there? Like, is this the only one? But this is the, definitely the only one in the Triangle yes. right now. This is the only one in Raleigh. Okay. The closest one is in Boone, North Carolina, and it's very different. Um, they... They are open for lunch Monday through Friday. Um, we are more of a, a coffee shop slash restaurant. We have a full menu. Um, people can choose whatever they want on the menu. Yeah. Um, in fact, I wish it was open. I could get some I know, food. The, food, the menu some, looked fantastic. The so. menu is awesome because we have a great chef. Okay. <laughs> that, that is not my brainchild. That is all his. I, I, he, he's awesome. So you'll have to come back for food. This is early on, obviously, but... You know, would would there be? Have you played around the idea of there being multiple locations in the triangle, or it would be awesome? Be awesome. And <laughs> this really week, cool. we've had several people come in and say, "Oh my gosh, this is great! We you should open one in Sanford and Durham right, right. and Cary, and I mean, multiple people from those locations ask." Um, I I said, "Ask me in three years because it's taken three years." Because right now here. it's like no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of work. Um, but it, it's so worth it. So, you know, that that might be the next step. But, it, I mean, I can really see Durham being a, a good place for one. But it, it's, it took three years. Um, speaking of the how long it took and all the people you met. So, if you, the listener, ha- have a chance, please visit the website. Look at their board of directors and team. This is a very impressive group of people mm-hmm. that you're working with. So owners of other restaurants, other nonprofits in the area, did they know each other or how, how did you get connected with them? Yeah, it's networking is so, is so cool. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's awesome to see the community come together around things like this. And this is a concept that people can get behind because it's food and community, two things that people both love. Um, so, you know, the way it worked is I, I knew someone who knew someone who said, oh, this person would like to get involved, and then knew someone else. This person would like to get involved. Um, our board chair is is Sean. He, he owns Soka and Buku, and he worked with the executive, sh- the, the executive director and chef of the Pay What You Can Cafe in Boone. Oh, he worked okay. with her about 10 years ago, and so then we were able to meet, and and so it's just the coolest thing how, how connections are made from, from you know, um, you should meet this person or you should meet this person. Um, and I'm a big believer in networking because of that, because it's so cool the connections you can make and the people you can make. Our, um, our architect, pro bono architect, greatest person ever. He has been with us for two, two and a half years maybe. Um, and he just he went up to the one in Boone, North Carolina and said said hey like I want to do pro bono work and I hate that I'm an architect because lawyers and doctors get to do pro bono work but architects never do and she said well actually there's a cafe (laughs) in Raleigh that's about getting ready to open 
granted, two and a half years ago, sure, we sure. thought we were. Um, and he came down, and, and he I don't think he ever thought he'd be doing a, a project for three years, but he has, and he built this place, and, and he's amazing. So it's really cool to see people come to the table together with all their expertise. And again, when people ask me, how did you do it? I said, you find people that have the skills you don't have. I don't have the I don't have the business skills. I don't have the um, the accounting skills. I don't have the restaurant skills. But you find good people that do that can teach you and that can fill those those roles. Um, and that's really why this has happened. This our, our goal for this cafe was to be Raleigh's community cafe, and it it already is. That's so cool. So if I'm walking in, obviously a day when it's actually open, but <laughs> if I'm walking in, describe. Yeah. The experience, I walk in, what happens next? Yeah, you walk in, um, you see our, our chefs and cooks hard at work. It's an open open kitchen, so you can see everything okay. happening. Um, you see the menu boards. We have four menu boards um, with breakfast and lunch items and then coffee drinks. We have a full espresso bar, and we have, yeah, and we have the best barista in the world. I need to come um, back for that. Yes, yeah. you have to come. Um, but breakfast and lunch is served all day, so you get to look at the menu, and you order, you walk up to the, to the cash register, and um, it's as soon as you walk in, and then you order what you want. Every price on the menu is a suggested price. Um, so that is when you would say, um, our cash register would say, how would you like to pay today? And you would pay the suggested price, you'd pay more, you'd pay less, or you'd use a token. Um, so that token um, is, is your volunteering in exchange for your meal. So you're also using a level of currency, but it's just a, a chip instead of a quarter. Um, right. And so you, you choose that, and then you sit down, and our, we, we have a full-time staff, but we also have volunteers. So then volunteers would bring your food to you, and um, we'd bust your table, we'd fill your waters, and, and then you'd hopefully have a great dining experience. That's cool. And there's, is there one, well, I, I shouldn't ask that because I can see right now, <laughs> but uh, you know, there's a few communal tables, obviously, mm -hmm. and that's meant for everyone to kind of gather around, mm -hmm. um, not hopefully not be by themselves in the corner somewhere. Yeah, right? and we, and both, I mean, we get that there's both. Sure. We have bar stools that's watching the kitchen because we think that's kind of your first, first like step in, right? You can sit at the, at the, at a bar stool and you can talk to the, the staff that's working. Um, we also have lots of individual seating around the cafe. We have two person tables, four person tables, um, but we have two community tables, um, either for big groups or for, um, for people of all different, um, you know, areas to come and sit together. Okay, gotcha. And the menu, that's uh, that's local, right? It's that's, as local as possible. Okay. Yes, we know we can't do it, you know, every season as local as possible, right, but it right. is. And we um, source Ninth Street Bakeries, um, bread and pastries, um, which are awesome and have they've been so good to us. Um, we've got um, Sweet Pea Urban Gardens that we use. We've got um, a, a local uh, produce company. We have, let's see, I might be blanking at the, at the moment um but lots of good local products local honey local barbecue sauce yeah. um so it's been it's been really really good to have people all contribute the way they can okay very cool and so you already went over how people can pay and that's good that you have so many options is there a limit to how many people can volunteer in a day there's not um okay. there's not at all we um so 
we have two different types of volunteers. We have um, people who volunteer and sign up with us through our sign up genius that we send out. Um, they're three and a half hour shifts. So they're 6.30 to 10, 9.30 to 1, and 12.30 to 4. Hmm. Um, and that just helps us do things, like I said, busing tables, filling waters, doing dishes. Um, and they, those volunteers are also working with our meal volunteers. So those are people who are using the tokens. And they are working alongside each other, and they are also doing those things. Um, and we don't have a limit. We feel like we can always find something to do. Our manager says, if you, wait, what is it? He says, um, if you have time to lean, you can clean or something okay. something like that. It's really, He says it better and it's funnier, but <laughs> it's something like that. I like it. I like um, it. But yeah, we, we want to be the cleanest cafe in Raleigh um, because we can. And um, But there's always stuff to do. We were also really, really fortunate to get a large grant from um, Blue Cross and Blue Shield. And right. so we were, we're lucky to be able to serve meals every day. That's what I was going to ask is what happens when donations and volunteering you know, don't cover people getting a free meal. Sure, so. sure. Um, we follow, when I will say we follow an 80-20 model, and this this is true with most of the cafes. Eighty, We need 80% of people to be paying for their food, paying for their meal, or more. They're paying that price, that suggested price, or more. And 20% of people who are paying a little less or they're volunteering for their meal. Gotcha. So if that model balances out, we should be okay. Um, but, you know, some, some days it will, some days it won't. But... We think that the good will will always win. Good always wins. Um, so we think it will. Um, and so far, so good. But it is only to ask me again and and. We'll have to come back when <laughs> when you're super successful and you have multiple locations in a year. Then we can. I want to revisit awesome. that. Awesome. So talking about the uh, the good always winning. Obviously, there's lots of positive press. Have you gotten any negative? And how many times have yeah. you been called? Socialist, or I'm sure there's we people have, out there. Okay, we totally have people that. Um, <laughs> you but, communists, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It hasn't happened a lot though, which is so That's great. Um, we got our first kind of negative feedback about two or three weeks ago, um, and and that was the first in three years, which is awesome. Mm. Because like I said, it, this is an easy concept to get behind because you're feeding people and you're providing a place for people and. It's an easy way for you to be a part of it. I I know several people who who don't have time to volunteer, but they can come in here and just like they would go to any other coffee shop or restaurant, they they can tip and then they're helping someone else eat that day. Um, so it's a, it's an easy thing to get behind because all people have to eat and all people yeah. need community. So um, people haven't been awful to us at all and I'm, I'm so thankful um but we did get our first and we were I was kind of taken aback but I get it because I get I mean I just get I get it right. um we they didn't have much of a response because we said I mean we invited that person in and said come come dine with us come see, see it about. Yeah. come see it and then let's talk let's let's sit and watch it in action and then we'll talk take you out back and then <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, exactly do I look I'm like kidding. that yeah um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think once people come in and see it and experience this, the power of of good food, the power of community, then they they see that it works. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay, so we're going to play. Here's the thing. I have to ask this. Did you design the website? Heck no. No. Tabletop Media Group is awesome. Okay, gotcha. Plug for them. Plug for them. So I'm going to play a game, and it's name that board member. Oh, so, okay. Um, you probably, did you write the bios for these people? I did not. Oh, good. So okay. I was worried about that. <laughs> no, I did not. And I probably, I probably didn't okay. read them. Um, so let me find. <clears throat> Is this the, so we have a board of directors and we have a community advisory board. Uh, do you need to answer that phone call? 
Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so, let's see. So, these are just off of... There's one page and it's called the team or okay. board of directors. So I'm just gonna name someone okay. you can, it can be a board director or advisor, whatever. So let's see. So this person began their culinary career at attending the Culinary Institute of America. They went to Florida International University, hospi hospitality management program. Totally. Yes, okay. executive chef of Rocky Top Hospitality's flagship location. Yep, very cool. Um, let's go down here. Co-owner of Boku and Soka. Sean Dagnan. Yep, got it. See, you're doing fine. <laughs> okay. I try to know my people. Went, this person went to Duke University, earned a Bachelor of Allison Science. Connors. No. No. Bachelor of Science. Let me finish. I know, right? <laughs> Bachelor of Science know. degree in mathematics and got their Master Divinity degree uh, and Doctor of Ministry degree. Um, I thought I took they lead the Community Advisory Board. Oh, Cindy Bolden. Cindy, Reverend Cindy Reverend Bolden. Reverend Cindy yes. Bolden, she's the best. This person was a CPA, a uh, very good one, and native of Ohio. Judy Nagy. That's right, okay. Let's see. This person manages a family business, United Restaurant Equipment Company. Ooh, Alicia Rogers. Yep. Okay. So this person has Rocky Top Six Restaurant, Twisted Fork, director of culinary operations for that restaurant. Mm. Left to become the food and beverage director at the Cypress. Oh, we'll go back to Todd. Yep. Back to Todd. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Love it. And we'll do one or two more. Yeah. There's a lot of divinity degrees, I've noticed. Yeah, we, so. yeah it's awesome. Um, this person <clears throat> went to Belmont University and got their Master's of Divinity. Holly Woodruff? No. Oh, yeah, she, she's um, out there now. Let's see. Human Resources Manager for the Raleigh-based engineering firm S and Me Incorporated. Oh, Nathan. Nathan. Nathan Powers. I do. They're gonna listen to this later and be oh like, "Come my on!" Ordained minister in the Christian Church, um, disciples That's of Christ. Holly. Holly, yes. Yeah. Okay. And there, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of other stuff. Um, let's see. I was I was about to describe you. There's me. Okay, we'll do one more. Um, bachelor's in elementary education from Furman. Master of Education. Uh, from UNC, Chapel Hill. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. She's very oh, involved. Beth. Yes, Beth. very involved. I was going to say very involved with United Methodist Women. Yes. Yes, uh, serve on HBUMC's outreach. Okay. So there's a lot more people. You need to look so at this uh, webpage. There's so many, a lot of higher education, a lot of people who have been so many doing people. what they're doing for a long time. So that was really cool to read and see all the we, experience. Yeah, we really do have people from all different backgrounds. It's awesome. We yeah. have a lawyer. We have an accountant. We have, um, like you said, people from with a divinity degree. It's it's, it's amazing. Yeah, and all that all that experience. If you're in a if you're in a um, tough spot, then they bring that expertise and everything. So Absolutely. that's good. Okay, so this is kind of a, I ask every uh, person that's on the 919 this, 
you've kind of already answered it. So how are you transforming the 919? Yeah, um, I did kind of answer it, I think. Mm -hmm. um, Raleigh's Community Cafe, we, we want this to be a place where people feel part of. Um, and they can they can bring like I just said their skills and expertise to or they can or time um, you know we ask that people dine with us first donate volunteer um, you can find a, a place here whether you're doing one of those three things um, this can be a place for you um, no matter what we we really want this to to be that that place that you can either um, come and eat because the food's awesome you can give your time or you can give your money because you feel like you you're able to do that. Um, so it, it's just a, it's a it's a place that everyone can be a part of in some way. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm a believer. So, yeah. is there any way before we end? Is there any way people can get involved besides the ways you just mentioned? Anything you want to plug real yeah. quick? Yeah, check out our website. Like I said, go Tabletop Media Group. Um, it's <laughs> tableraleigh.org um, you can also follow us on social media where we tend to, to blow it up so sorry about that um, but it's fun to see pictures of our food it's fun to see pictures of our people involved um, back to food and community all the time um, but it's our handles table raleigh um, on all three out on instagram social and facebook and twitter um, come and eat with us we're open monday through saturday seven to two Come and come and see what we're about. Introduce yourself. Um, we have a, we have a great staff, and we, we would all love to meet you. Awesome. All right, Maggie. Thanks for being on the nine one nine. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. That was Maggie Kane telling us about a place at the table. You can actually follow the restaurant on Twitter at Table Raleigh. Now, if you like the pod, let me know by leaving a five star rating and connecting with the show via Twitter and Facebook at the 919 Podcast. Thanks for listening.